previously on Masks and Martyrs. Wisteria, the dreams have been getting worse. Ever since that day in the sewers where you all encountered that strange sea creature, you stand before the home of Rufus the Just. Hello. I was wanting to ask for your help. I'm in. I have reason to believe this creature is some sort of advance guard of a coming invasion. Monty, you have a window. <laughs> and you see the large head of a raven. Something bad is over there. I will be back. And he just jumps down. And I'm going to fly after him. You see that there are these great tendrils. I do not think that is good. And then he jumps. Can I try and hold person? He just freezes. <laughs> June, you feel drawn to look in the water. Sitting there, you see another piece of coral. A voice just goes off in your head. The urge to claim this. Okay. June, as soon as you touch it, uh, you are struck with another vision. A huge shape rising up with long tentacles over its mouth. And then you're back, and June, the tendrils, which seemed as if they were uh, simply wrapping around different objects, uh, suddenly they begin to move faster. No longer simply inanimate objects that are there, but towards the living. First up is Reagan. Hell yeah, it is. M Monty, Breakin, Reagan, you are currently on the escarpment of the actual, uh, like, on the, on the escarpment, which is sort of, like, overlooking the bay. Um, f like, further down uh, is the dock, which Kahlo just fell onto because of the paralyzation, uh, where he is still whole-personed, um, and the and the majority of the, tendril, of the of the sort of watery, rubbery tendrils. Additionally, uh, a little further out, maybe, maybe 10 feet into the bay, is a is the altar which uh wisteria jumped down onto and is on currently okay and how many tendrils are attacking us at the moment so currently there are five they they haven't like actively like like sort of like ripping into y'all but like they seem to have gone from just kind of lazily wrapping around things to like oh okay there are currently two which are are wrapping up around the ship uh, there are two around the uh, around the dock itself. Uh, there's one that was up until a moment ago uh, going up the sort of the side of, of the bay wall, which again, so the water level is lower um, for some reason. You assume because of the uh, localized water displacement, which for some reason hasn't dis hasn't uh, distributed out past the other um, areas. Okay. Is there anyone that I can do without having to go onto the dock? Um, you could try and make you could try and take some shots at the one which is currently trying to go up the uh, up the bay wall, which is the closest to you. I would I, I would think. Sure, let's do that. Cause yeah, I want to you know take out the ones that are actually imminent threats first. Mm -hmm. and that one's closer. Okay, let's make an attack roll. No. Um, I assume a 13 doesn't hit its AC? Um, from this distance, no. Uh, it, 
maybe maybe closer up, but like kind of this far out, you sort of just like splash a bit of it. Um, Let's try again. Yeah. I assume maybe a 25 does. Actually, that misses completely. Well, it's too fuck. far away now. Hey, no, guys. That's, that's gonna no, that's we're gonna all hit. fucked. That's going to hit. That's going to hit. Don't worry. Okay, I'll roll for damage. Okay, that's um a lot. So it's a 10 plus 4 plus 1. So that's 15. Dang, it's a good chunk of ammo. Yeah, you know. It's Reagan. Uh yeah, it's fair. So Reagan, you see this one coming up and the first swing, uh you haven't quite found your footing yet and you sort of like and you sort of slip a bit. You're not quite used to this like sort of coastal like very rocky uh area and as you step forward uh putting your weight onto your onto your front foot uh, sort of the the cliff, small as it is, not like a huge drop, but like the just the edge kind of like uh, shifts a bit and kind of like begins to crumble, not severely, just a tiny little bit under your foot, and so you sort of lose as you swing wide. Um, but as you do, the tendril sort of s- almost seems to sense that like vulnerability and it tries to sort of shoot up to grab you. And as it does this time, you reverse the you reverse the grip and just <laughs> slice through. Just uh, like nah. And as you do. Um, What's noticeable about this is water is what comes out, but it seems to have a thicker consistency to it than normal water. It's not just like a splash. Like, like you cut it, and then, like, it's, like, there seems to be a difference in, like, the outer, wa- the outer water makeup and the inner makeup. It's Ghibli water. Ghibli water! Ghibli water. I'm selling it now in my online store. <laughs> is that it for you, Reagan? Uh, yeah, that's it for Reagan for now. I'm going to save my superiority dice for a bit. Okay. Sure. Um, at this point, it is the creature's turn. So All five of them? Uh, yes, there are five of them. So each one has its own action. So first... And I just wanted to check that they were rolled as one and not five separates. No, yep. Just don't worry. I'm not going to do that to anybody. Um, I have learned my, from my mistakes in the past. Um, <laughs> so, uh... Two of the, the the two tendril the two tendrils around the uh, ship they they seem to almost swell and they begin uh, moving they're coming from the far side of the ship and they begin like coming over uh, towards the area of the dock um, the one that was going up at you Reagan is going to attack me Reagan uh, that is gonna miss it's a natural seven probably not gonna do it after you cut it it sort of tries to uh, coil up into a ball. And just sort of condenses itself and tries to strike up at you. Uh, however, you easily sidestep it, just not even not even caring as it does. Um, and the other two are going to go after the paralyzed Kahlo. Oh right, Montague. Oh no, because I, I, my first thing I'm going to do is drop that. But my action, but I'm last in the. No, no, Kahlo's last. Don't worry. <laughs> All right, Kahlo's so done. since he's paralyzed, they're they're advantage and they are automatic crits if they hit. Oh no, oh no, Kahlo. My good, okay. good bird son. So that's, I'm sorry I killed the bird son. So that's two crits. Oh no! No! I mean, look, you know, actions have consequences, and Katie just killed, uh, Katie just killed somebody. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Kahlo's a, he's a tough bird. No, oh, Toby, I didn't actually kill him. Alright, so for two crits, Kahlo takes 36 damage. Jesus! <laughs> is, is he level um, 11 like Rufus? Because he's one of his friends? Who's to say? Who's to say? <laughs> I mean, you Can never have a asked. perception check to see if Kahlo's alive. Um, what level are you? Six. Um, I mean, he seems alive as okay. he's, he's coughing. Is he conscious? 
I mean, he's not unconscious. Okay. I'll take it. He's gonna die. Okay, as a free action, Reagan's going to say, Monty, drop the goddamn paralysis! I want to, kid! Um, I can't do it out of my and action! Then, uh, and then for the localized, localized effects... Okay, that's happening. All right, uh, Brika, you're up. Okay. Brika, I believe in you. <laughs> Go save the bird man. Um, yes, please. Save him from me. <laughs> Knock out Monty. <laughs> Don't worry. Save him from this devil who has stolen the heart of Lynn Von Tepler. <laughs> Basically, if what Andrew just said, if Monty gets hit once, he's down. That's true. <laughs> That's okay. You, you shouldn't get critted like that. Yeah, no. If Monty gets double crit. In one yeah. turn, okay. <laughs> Is Reagan now within five feet of the the dock tendrils? Um, no, you did not move. Okay, I just wanted to check. You're, yeah, you're still on the escarpment. Okay. All right, wait. Now, where where is our sad bird? Sad bird is on the dock. Yeah, could could Brika conceivably get the bird? You mean like pick up the bird? Yeah. Um, he's, I feel like he, is he too big? I feel like it would be easier to just kill one of the, or fight the tentacles and draw their attention, because Monty's gonna be able to drop paralysis. Kahlo's probably like, like, like five feet and change. Um. Yeah, no. So he's a, he's, 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 he's a big bird. He's but, a but big bird. But bird's bones are hollow! So Brick is just gonna fight one of the tendrils <laughs> to try and draw them away. Okay, sure. Why aren't we saying tentacles? Is there a reason? No. But Andrew's calling okay. them tendrils, so we're keeping. There consistent. will be no hentai in this game. It's for branding. Okay, it's because June said so. <laughs> but but Monty's gonna learn of Hard's black tentacles. <laughs> well, then June's going to kill him for real. <laughs> in real life, because no hentai can come near Lynn. That's the rule. Yeah, just give me a reason, Montague. <laughs> Montague. I like that we've all just started calling him Montague. Mm-hmm. Nobody calls him Montague! But we all do now. Yes. That's uh, your Oh my name. god, poor Monty. Alright, so what you, what, you, what you got, Brika? She's going towards the dock, right? Yes, so Brika's going to uh, attack one of the tendrils at the dock. Mm-hmm. Gosh, I don't suppose I could boil one with the flame tongue dagger. You yeah. assert, I mean, I mean, it's certainly worth a shot. It's a very powerful, it's a powerful enchantment. You, mm. could, you could roll for it. Yeah, sure. With like a dice. Sure, sure. So how do we roll that? You roll to attack is the idea. Okay, was that 13? 13. Plus 9. So 22. Nine? Yeah, that's gonna hit. I assume you lit it. That's, well, I mean, that's why I was asking. Yeah. Yeah, 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 It's yeah. lit. So yeah, anyway, it's 22. <laughs> it's lit. Lit as fuck. Yeah, no, yeah, 22 hits. Fucking lit. Fucking lit. Okay, so nice. 22 you hit. So here's a d4. And then here's 2d6. Okay. Of damage. Um... Yeah, it's not a sneak attack, because Kahlo is currently uh, incapacitated. But just regular. Okay, so we've got 12, 17, 19. 19? Okay. Yeah. Sure, yeah. Um, nice. So, so you... Uh, so, Brika, um, upon seeing these, these, two, uh, these two tendrils pummel Kahlo twice, uh, you spring forward and leap into action. Uh, you... Uh, sprint forward, and you manage to you manage to keep your feet under you uh, as you sort of like combat roll uh, down uh, onto the docks. And as you do, as you're coming up, uh, you draw your dagger and light it in a single motion, and just like some kind of really jank anime fighting style, which is only about drawing the blade from the sheath. Yeah. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Okay. And uh, as you as you look, um, as, as you swing through it, uh, there is in fact sort of this trail of bubbling, boiling, hissing steam coming out. Um, can you make a dexterity save for me? Yeah, dexterity. Yeah, that was an eight total. Eight total? Okay. What so, happened to um, you? No, three plus eight. It's 11. What? Oh. You rolled a three and you have a plus eight on deck saves. Oh, oh okay, okay. <laughs> Brika is fast. Um, okay, so uh, so you take three points of uh, of fire damage as the uh, steam sort of shoots out and uh, sort of scalds you along some of your scales on sort of your left shoulder. However, um, as the steam clears, uh, you see that the the uh, sort of the form of this particular tendril seems to be kind of shaky a bit. Like it, like it's just not quite as defined as it was, um, if that makes sense. Mm. Cool. Destabilized. Um, yeah. Uh, anything else for you? Uh, nope. Do you want to yell at Montague too as a bonus, as a free action? No. Please stop yelling at me. No. <laughs> The Brico someone, is waiting until the danger is past. Someone has to be nice to Montague. Nobody's nice <laughs> Now that June is here, you really have to be nice to Monty because, man, June is no. not nice to Monty. This may be his last day on Earth, so... No. Not of, ten minutes ago, Brico was being perfectly nice to Monty. So was Reagan. And then he killed Callow. Speaking of June, uh, you're up. Monty, you're up after June, so just... Uh, okay. Mentally prepare back. for that. I have a question, which is, do the tendrils have ears? Ears. Can they hear? You mm, make. I'm trying to. Th- yeah, you know what? Make. Give me um, an intelligence check with advantage because right now, well, right now, you're kind of you're you're sort of I'm plugged attuned. in. Yeah, you're plugged in. You, you you're jacked in. You're jacked right, into so just... the octopus hive mind. Hacking voice. The octo mind. Mm-hmm. That's a 16. 16? Okay. You get the impression that these that these sort of constructs um, are both a part of something and also not, uh, like, as in they are to they are connected to sort of a base body mm-hmm. that may that base body would have ears, okay. but these would not. So something like dissonant whispers on one of the tendrils would probably not work. Probably not is okay. what you would guess. All right. Okay. What on earth do I have? I assume you have something pointy to poke them with. If I'm in range. Alternatively, you could heal our bird boy. Eh. <laughs> Listen, as much as Sarah may love him. Yeah, no, I love him. Mike Helens are better used elsewhere. Man, I am not built to fight not, like, people. Um, Okay, (laughs) am am I in within, like, cutting range? Because you have a a dagger, right? I do, yeah. I think that you can get within range of the the one that uh, Reagan attacked. I think that you can sort of come close enough to there. Throwing range or, like, melee range? Me- me- melee range. Okay, it's, cool. Uh, it's you, you weren't too far in the first place. That's why you didn't make a roll for the jump or anything, right? Um, so you're not, you're not too far out in the first place. Okay. Um. Then yeah, I'll go attack that one. Okay. Cool. Uh, make your attack roll. Yes. Oh God. Has a twelve. June. I know. Uh, twelve. Uh, no. So so you go to swing. And it just goes wide. Uh, the 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 
the tendril, it's it sort of it seemed to almost flatten against the wall as you came towards it. Not completely, but like definitely like sort of condense uh, yeah. as you did. Okay. I mean, that's, I guess I will um, look at Brika. You're the most competent one here. Just kill it. <laughs> I'm gonna says, inspire hey. you. <laughs> oh, she inspired you. Oh. That counts as inspiration with her. Inspiration. It does. It really does. So you get a, a D8 that you can add to a roll later. Uh, Monty, you're up. Okay. Um, just so I understand the battlefield a little bit. Um, of the tentacles that we can see, is one of them less than 60 feet away, but far enough away from Brika and Reagan where if I hit it with something, they wouldn't get hit by steam? Um, yeah, the two the two tendrils on the uh, on the boat right now. Yeah, okay. that, that'd be the ones. I don't know, Katie, so, are you um, going to unparalyzed Kahlo first? No, I'm going to no. leave him like that. Can no, we? I, yeah, just let just let Kahlo just let Kahlo be at peace, okay? Also, I need the concentration for something else. So, <laughs> um, yeah. So I'm going to drop um, hold person on Kahlo and. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I didn't mean, I'm sorry. And Monty's going to cast a uh, flaming sphere while he's apologizing. <laughs> okay. And I'm going to target um, the ones that are further away from uh, Reagan and Brika so they don't get hit by steam, like I said. Sure. Um, yeah, so they got to make deck saves for these giant, very slow tendrils. Um, yeah. So uh, one of them somehow saves. They got, natural, they got a natural 19 like i don't know are those two i mean are those two tendrils within five feet of each other um i yeah but like so so, okay. so, so, so like they're, they're both coming up from over the same um you've noticed that the two over there and the two the and the two by the uh by the dock both of those are close to that they almost seem like they're paired together it's only that last one which is which is uh closest to reagan and wisteria which is like on its own okay Alrighty, so let's see for damage here. Um, that's five total, right? I don't add my spell modifier to that, right? No. No. Uh, no. And um, then as my bonus action, can I move the sphere back 15 feet and then forward again 15 feet to slam it again into the tentacles? Yeah, I think I think we've 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 ruled that in the past, and I don't want to start being like, no, you can't this time. <laughs> no, that would um, make my so encounter too easy. <laughs> um, yeah, no, neither. Do of the, they need uh, to make new dexterity? They just did, and both failed. Woo! Okay. Uh, well, that was five again. So okay, so that's ten. All right, now let's see. Let's see if they maintain integrity. Uh, as you reach out your hand and begin to just uh curl your you mean to spin your finger around your uh your outstretched palm once twice three times and as you do this sort of small uh bead of light begins to form each each time you each time you uh complete a revolution it grows brighter and brighter and brighter before on the fourth uh, revolution it's just this white hot little ball and then you just push it out um, it flickers for a moment, and then it reappears there in the midst of the two tendrils, and uh, they just begin to bubble and boil uh, as you then, uh, moving your hand uh, in a fist, just dragging it back and forth over them, just raking across these, ten- these tendrils as uh, <laughs> just steam begins to rip up from them. And that was 10, e- 10 fire damage on each of them. 
and they look a little more wobbly than and they did a moment ago. Which ones were these? The ones these were the, the ones ship. over by I the ship. So. Yeah. Um, all right. So uh, at this point, uh, Kahlo is going to uh, stand. Um, it's hard to make out just how like much damage he took um, because he is a he is all black feathers, and it's hard to like make out any you know, if there was blood or anything else. Um, uh, but he stands. He sort of just cocks his head a bit uh, at the the two tendrils by him and Brika, and he just says, "No, no, no, this will not do." And then he uh, makes three attacks. What a guy! Ooh. So he must be at least level eleven. Well, level five because monks have extra attack plus bonus plus martial arts. <laughs> I'm just saying, y'all never took the time to get to know Kahlo as like a person. Well, we didn't really have much. We wanted away. to. Yeah, we wanted to be friends. Hopefully, there'll there'll still be time later. <laughs> We love him. Hopefully, yeah. Ho- hopefully, Andrew doesn't throw away the entire plot of everything he's built to just have yeah. some weird eldritch monsters. Um, so each of those hit, which is oh, uh, what a bird guy. All right, all right. Kahlo deals twenty-eight points of damage with his three attacks to the to the one that uh, that Brika had hit, sort of the bubbly one. Uh, Brika, you're, you're the closest one there, and I, I think you're the one who sees this best. Um, Kahlo has a very strange way of moving. Um, you've you've seen monks before, like you've seen them fight. You've seen, you know, like, the young line of Kobold Kai. You've seen a lot of these folks, you know, are, like, essentially martial artists who use, who manipulate their own key. Kala is a very different manner of movement. It's both to the point, like, very direct, mm-hmm. but also it is, uh, it is flowing uh, in a way that you, have, that you haven't seen others be, uh, the tendril, as he, as he steps to, as he comes towards it, it tries, it, it really strikes around and strike him again, and he just sort of, with the least amount of effort, uh, least amount of movement, just sort of twists his upper body and slips by. And as he does, just this, it's almost graceful the way that uh, the movement of the bird hands, I don't, I don't really know how Kenku hands work um, because I picture them as wings, but, yeah. they, but they have to hold weapons. So <laughs> I like bats like, maybe. Yeah, I, I I've always kind of picked them like, thinking, like, like the Disney in, cartoons, um, like Breath Disney cartoons, where they have yeah, like the yeah. really long like the really long feathers. I just like stand in fingers. Perfect. That's how I picture it. Um, and uh, each strike is uh, not of a fist, but instead of just a palm, uh, just just three like, and then just these ripples just explode out um, along it and. Uh, Brika, the tendril that you and Kahlo, uh, attacked, upon these three strikes, as this sort of, like, it had already been turned wobbly by your attack, uh, it just kind of, uh, collapses into water. Yes. Uh, sort of, wa- like, regular water mixing with that kind of heavier water. And as that happens, uh, the tentacle, or the tendril that it was paired with, uh, also breaks and falls. Oh. Uh, Kahlo uh, sort of stands there for a minute, and then he nods and he says, yes. That is better, I think. <laughs> um, Reagan, you are now up. Cool. Okay, I have a plan. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stab it. I'm Wolf. not gonna stab it. Not that time. Uh, I assume a 12 is not gonna hit this time, because it didn't hit last time. How about an 18? 18, uh, yeah, no, yeah, 18, 18 hits. 18's gonna hit, yeah. I think it's fair to say. Aw, that's not a very good roll, Reagan. Um, so she's gonna do three plus 
four, which is plus one. Three plus four plus one is eight damage. Eight damage, okay. To her friend, the tentacle in front of her. All right, so you strike the tendril, and uh, and uh, once once more, um, it se- it seems it seems to be aware of you enough that it's sort of like trying to uh, make your make your shots a little more difficult than they than they normally would be. Uh, it sort of really sort of rears back uh, again as you're going at it, um, and as you're as you're looking, like it's it's sort of the best way to describe it is sort of like a snake. Right, it's kind of like swaying back and then trying to just lash out at you, uh, sort of bunching up uh, in condensing water at sort of the tip and then just trying to punch out at you. But you do manage to get it with the second one, and uh, after it sort of tries to get one of those pop, like sort of one of those pop shots on you, and uh, as you slash it, uh, at this point it seems to begin to lose some of its integrity, uh, similarly to the ones that uh, that Brika and Kala had been attacking. Anything else on your turn? Um, I don't think there's much else that I'm going to bother with at the moment. No, so we're good. Okay, it's, so it's the enemy's turn. Quickly, you are on deck, so just a heads up. Yeah. Um, so the tendril, which is up there, is going to uh, attack Reagan again. Woo! Uh, Reagan, that is uh, uh, 17 versus AC? Nope. Fantastic. Uh, the other two are going to also uh, begin to... The other two, uh, I think, after that turn, uh, yeah, they're about there. Um, one is going to attack Kahlo, and one is going to attack Brika as they are sort of they sort of finish uh, reaching over the ship and getting towards you two. So the first at Kahlo is going to hit. That is a natural sixteen, uh, and Kahlo will take uh, eight damage as he is just punched in his in his noggin. Aww. There's sort of like this this uh, this kind of wet like noise, and then you just hear. <laughs> um. Uh. Then the other one at Brika is going to be that one's probably gonna miss. It was a natural six. Nope. Um, so uh, I don't I don't think uh, I don't think thirteen hits. I don't think it does. Nah. Um, nope. Not I today. Like, so Brika's a little faster than that. Brika, you're up, and uh. June, you are on deck. So you go up, and there are the two, uh, uh, what's it called, uh, tendrils which have reached over from the ship, which are currently uh, engaging with you and Kahlo. One, one of them hit Kahlo, one of them missed you. Brika will attack the one that hit Kahlo. Okay. That's sneak attack. Yeah, so it's a revenge attack. And now she has sneak attack. Yes. If she hits. She also has a D8 inspiration, so she better hit. Oh, that's true. That's Plus true. nine. So does a, does a 20 hit, Andrew? Does a 20 hit? <laughs> yeah. 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 Here. Here, babe. Here, have some D6s. Just throw those on there. Oh. And then, um... Just take it all. Take them all. There's so many. Just take it all. 16, 18, 20, 22. Does 22 points of damage chase good, Andrew? Is that good for you? Would that be good for you? Let me check something real quick. <laughs> okay. um, so, so Brika, uh, as, as the one sort of struck Kahlo and the other one comes at you, uh, you sort of drop to all fours, just just like just go from standing to just flush with the ground, and you sort of just bound forward once, twice, you leap into the air from all fours, pull out your dagger once more, lighting it, and then just... Two-handed, over-the-head swing, just 
And as you do, uh, just this gouge slashes down. Um, I do need to make a dexterity saving throw. Kahlo does make his. 19? 19 does make it. Okay, so you you each are going to take uh, two points of fire damage from the success. You did succeed, so you take half. And, uh, but uh, as sort of like, like so, so, so there's sort of this cloud of steam just disperses, just, just hissing all around you. And uh, there's a moment uh, where, you know, where, where you're sort of just trying to like condense yourself to so see you, you, as little of you is exposed to the steam as possible. But then uh, as soon as the cloud is gone, you sort of look around, and you realize that once more, uh, you have felled two of these tendrils. Jeez. Um, yeah. No, Rika's, Rika's frighteningly competent. Yeah, Rika's handling business. Um, all right. Uh, anything else for you, Rika? No, I guess that's it. I mean, Kahlo's fine, so... Mm-hmm. You know, relatively speaking. So, yes, Rika um, is done. Okay. Uh, Wisteria, you are up now. Monty, you're up next. That's June. Cool. You know what? Listen, I can call June Wisteria, okay? None That's of them are okay. her real name anyways, so who cares? Her real name is Lynn. She's from the future. What? <gasps> what? No, that's not possible. No, but legit, that would be amazing. <laughs> that would be terrible. That would be the worst thing ever. No, I just Imagine. want her to make a fake identity that is Lynn from the future. <laughs> Please don't do that to Monty. Oh, God, that's so tempting. I'd be like, sorry, <laughs> Monty, Monty, I'm working with you. I mean, I mean, you know, Wisteria, Wisteria know. is a is a spooky person. She's got a lot going on. So who's to say? Spooky bard. Okay. Well, I'm just I'm pretty useless in this fight, but I'm just gonna try to hit that same tentacle that Reagan is attacking. Okay. Oh my god. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't hit. Okay. Do you have like what did you roll? I had ten. Yeah. Sorry. That, 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 oh that, my that god. doesn't hit. Alright, is anybody, like, wounded? Callow. Uh, he did seem to be pretty effective. I will use Healing Word as my bonus action. Okay, On cool. Callow. Oh my god. It's five hit points. <laughs> I mean, it's hey. not nothing. Hey, you know what? That's that. Those five hit points couldn't really matter, in all seriousness. <laughs> considering yeah. what is coming down the barrel, y'all. Um... <sighs> Uh, okay, um, at this point, Monty, you're up. Okay, um, so I can maintain Flaming Sphere and cast Firebolt as a cantrip, right? Yes. Okay, so I'm going to... I'm going to use my bonus action first. Can I do that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, um, and I'm going to ram the sphere again! Into the tentacles, because that's how I'm doing things today. I'm just okay. a wreck. I came in like a wrecking ball. Um, so roll your damage for me. It did not save. Okay. Oh, that's much. Well, no, it's not. It's seven. <laughs> I got a six, and then the one finally rolled over. All right. So, uh, Reagan and uh, June, can you each make dexterity saving throws for me? Oh shit! Are they over there? The, yeah, the yeah. last one is the one. I'm sorry. By them. That's cool. Um, I got an 11. Okay. Um, June? Sorry, what kind of... Uh, dexterity. Throw? Dexterity. 17. Okay, so, um, June, you take one point of fire damage as, as sort of some of the steaming vapor catches you. Uh, Reagan, you take three. Sorry! Reagan just goes... <laughs> this is good. 
She's fine. Uh, anything Monty, else, Monty? Monty is, well, I want to use my attack. So, okay. uh, sorry guys, I'm gonna throw another firebolt at it. Something oh else fire god, You don't have anything that can't that won't hit all of us. Do you want me to use? I could use witch bolt, and then I could electrocute you for being within like five. You don't feet have of magic missile. Oh, I do have magic missile. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> June is just giving you the nastiest stink eye. <laughs> yeah, let your fighter tell you which spells to cast. Don't worry, it's fine. <laughs> no, I was the, the reason I wasn't using it was because I wanted to save it because there was going to be bigger monsters later, probably. You have level one spell slots. I only have four of them. Just use goddamn magic missile. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is this is such a proud moment for me. Just like, just like remembering way back when, when Diana was like, I will never play D&D, nope, ever. right? <laughs> and now she's just like, and I was just like, why Did she say that? Magic? Oh, yeah. I, oh, yeah. I, I, I absolutely yeah. heavily implied it with my words, actions, and everything I did in life, yes. <laughs> I had no, I had no idea because nobody ever talked to me about D&D. <laughs> yeah, no, they both tried to get me to play and it was way too much paperwork. And now I'm like, hey, Katie, just use magic missile. God damn it, Katie. <laughs> <laughs> If you guys had told me about D&D years ago, this I would have been deeper I, into this I now. did. I no, told everyone Nobody about it. Nobody talked to me. The only people I, who talked anyway, to me were Diana. Katie, anyway. decide what spell you're going to kill me with. Andrew, if I use magic missile, am I going to Kurt Reagan? No. So, so far, what you've, seen is that, so far what you've seen is that fire turns water into steam. And it hurt. And that steam hurts. And but, Magic missile does not seem to do fire damage from what you can tell. It does force damage. I know it does force damage. I'm looking at. The I want to do right a press Sarah, Andrew and Sarah again. <laughs> I crave the validation. We just we just need to have like like a, like a good job app where like, yeah. every time Diana just send like, me like, a gold star. Like, yeah, yeah. I never just, get like, gold stars. And just like a picture, and just well, everyone can use the app. But I'm saying I'm that sorry, you know, Monty's useless. Only, I'm everyone sorry. can use it, but it only sends gold stars to me, Diana. <laughs> I'm sorry I didn't min max my wizard. How dare you? Okay. No, it's okay. I'll cast magic missile. <laughs> I, I, I will say, I'm pretty sure this is not a, a min-maxed party. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> Except maybe imagination. I want to say, Wisteria's stats are real good. She's just useless in a fight. Mm, dang. She's really good at other stuff. Yeah, yeah basically her. everything. That's not her thing. She's, She's really good at insulting Monty and hurting his feelings, just like everybody else here. That is her specialty. Mm. You make it so easy, Monty. You. Okay, I'm casting magic missile. Thank you, Monty. You. Roll your fours. That's uh, that's eight total. Sorry. No, that's respectable. All right. Uh, yeah. So, so three, uh, so three darts, uh, shoot at, and um, they as as it's kind of like uh, begin as it, as once more like its form is kind of beginning to like lose character uh, under the under the assault of the flaming sphere and uh, Reagan and June. Uh, finally, the uh, the darts. These are, however, uh, upon crashing into it, uh, one, two, three, um, each one since ripples out uh, further, which then build on each each one builds on the other one as they come just so quickly in succession. Uh, and as the whole thing begins to ripple and shake, uh, it then falls once more, mixing the uh, thick water with regular seawater. Yay, I did something useful for yeah. once in my life. Good job, Monty. We're so proud of you, said Regan. And then she patted oh, him on the lying. back and gave him a big thumbs up. 
I know you're lying, and you're also like ten feet away from me, so I know I am it didn't lying. happen. That's not um, what she does. But since it's, <laughs> since, it's, since it's the last part of the initiative order, uh, before we get an initiative, um, Kyle's going to take his turn. Uh, he is going to uh, he's going to um, being a very very fast monk boy is going to uh, run forward, jump up uh, using step of the wind, and he is going to jump up and uh, land right next to Monty. And he is going to sort of crouch down and put a hand on Monty's head. And he is going to say, he's going to say, that was a good spell. But I think maybe next time you should not miss when you are targeting them. And then he nods a bit and then pats you on the head. Thanks, Callow. Okay. I'm sorry. Um, And Monty, you do get the impression that Callow legitimately thinks that you missed with that spell. That like... (laughs) You do get that impression. Kahlo has six intelligence. I know. Gosh. What a good gosh. guy. That I have 14 more intelligence. I have 14 more points than somebody at a stat. This is amazing. Wow. I like how <laughs> Kahlo's like, I think Kahlo like gives you an out and then you're just like, wow, he's so dumb. <laughs> it's the anxiety. <laughs> man, no, no wonder. It's like, oh, no, no, it's, it, it's not so much, oh man, he's so dumb. It's like, Oh no, he doesn't realize, and I can't. I should tell him, but I can't. But then it's ah, and that's the internal monologue. <laughs> um, I would, I would like to do a thing. Are yes, we out of initiative? Um, we are currently out of initiative. Okay, um, Wisteria or June, you have the relic on you, right? Yes. Like it's visible. Reagan could see it hypothetically. Probably not. I think it's pretty small. Okay. Um. Yeah. It's maybe like, like it's maybe like half the it's maybe like half the size of your palm. Okay, then this will be oh, less what? specific um, than I was going. Anyway, Reagan's gonna kind of call out over to June. She's like, "Hey, why are you over there?" <laughs> I'm five feet away from you. Well, yeah, but like, why? What's over there? It did. Oh, yeah. Uh, is there a reason you jumped over there? Or did you just you want to get away from me? Because like, I get it. But yeah, you fair. you smell terrible. That's fair. I've never noticed. <sighs> okay. Um, do you people remember that in the sewer, the creature that I negotiated passage with? Yeah. Uh, Ricky. Gave... Ricky the Eldritch Monster. Sure. You know, like gave... R- Rick, like Eldritch, Ricky. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Get it? That's a stretch. You should have just called him Richie then. Do you get it? Yeah. Anyway, that creature gave me something. I found a similar something over there. Oh. Wait a second. What 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 is it? What are we talking about? You, like, you know, we, we were it? in the sewers and there was like that big I know, I know that. <laughs> I will hold it up, but like very close to me and tightly like ready to just pop it back in my pocket or something. <laughs> can I cast detect magic? Sure you can. It's a first level spell. It sure is. Yeah, let's, uh, let's sure conserve enough. those spell slots. <laughs> Wait, no, I can't. Slow I don't down. have enough spell slots. I'm sorry, I just realized I don't have enough spell slots because I forgot that I used magic missile already. I'm sorry, I need to stop backseat. I have the, I have the can, brain of a goldfish. You can because... cast it as a ritual if you want. It'll just take ten minutes. Yeah, yeah, I don't. I don't think she's gonna keep it out of her pocket. For I didn't minutes. know that that didn't consume slots. Thank you. Because because yep. Monty's cast Monty's cast fly, hold person, 
yeah, magic got, missile, flaming sphere, right? Yeah. So I've I've got I've got two three level two level three one level two and three level one left. But you have that cool new item, don't you? you Andrew, do does she cool have the thing? Item. Wait, wait, hang on. Hang Katie, on. you can turn your hit dice into spell slots if you're desperate. Yeah, but don't you just said you have three first level spells left? Yeah. Yeah, but what if we have to fight something else? We have higher level spells. <laughs> no, it do- no, I only have two. I only have two level three spells. Okay. Left. Flaming okay. Spirit That's- seems to I do, be working pretty well. I do. I do want to say, Katie's approach right now is entirely the Ligori approach of playing any game ever. <laughs> what if I need it later? What if? Do we have? It's like listen. Do we have ninety-seven brooms from the course of this game? Yes. Should we? Could we clear them out to make some room? Probably. But do we know if we don't need those brooms later? We can't really be sure. Listen, I'm like, like, Monty doesn't, and Monty has 31 HP left and no healing potions and doesn't know that June is going to heal him. (laughs) Why don't we all take a rest? Maybe head back to the house and take a little break. Bandage our wounds. I'll cast that as a ritual if you'll let me. Um, as you as you uh, say that, June, you notice um, it's not that you see it; it's that you feel it. But then, upon investigation, you do you do see that it's been happening. Um, the water level has been dropping in this localized area. Oh no! And what's odd to you is that even if you're counting, you know, there's a lot of water in those five tendrils, but even that shouldn't have been enough. But you destroyed those. But the water level didn't go up. Can I roll to see if Reagan would be aware that that means there's a tidal wave coming? I don't think Reagan's noticed it. Uh, no, um, uh, Wisteria, you see that there, uh, sort of, as you begin to, like, examine the difference in the water line, um, you see sort of tucked around the cove, uh, of the, sort of, the estate's little, uh, little beach line, mm-hmm. there is the escarpment, the, the cliff, uh, which the actual house is sort of built on. And there is also a uh, a large uh, spire, which has a rope bridge attached from the spire and a small house on top to the most of the residents. But as you look, you see that there is a, uh, what looks to be revealed as the waterland is dropping, a, uh, an entrance to a passageway. And in the light of day, currently, you can just make out there appear to be stairs that are going down, and they have, and they are currently draining. for coming to this week's episode of Masks and Martyrs. This is your producer, Diana, and I have some housekeeping to take care of. So, first of all, if you're enjoying the show, we would love if you could share us with your friends. 
We are, as I mentioned in previous weeks, somewhere around the top 200 in drama podcasts right now on iTunes, which is bonkers, and I love it. So let's keep up the momentum. You guys have been doing an amazing job, and I love it. Oh, also, you can join our Discord server with the link in the description if you are new to the show and excited about chatting with like-minded individuals, or me, Diana. It's mostly me. Let's be real. I talk a lot. Anyway... Uh, did you know we have an Etsy shop? Uh, it's on etsy.com slash shop slash masks and martyrs. And Katie just put up a ridiculous Christmas sweater. There is now an officially licensed masks and martyrs Christmas sweater. It's the best thing I've ever seen. And it is the only way to get through the holiday season without falling victim to the octopus war, which is colloquially what all of us refer to this arc as. So become safe from the octopus war and get yourself a Masks and Martyrs Christmas sweater with plus one defense to octopus. Oh, and by the way, after this arc wraps up, which will be two more episodes, we are having our next Behind the Mask. So if you have any questions you would like us to answer on the episode, you can tweet at us using our Twitter Masks and Martyrs, or you can join our Discord and contact us there. If you like this show, you will probably be interested in the other stuff on the Nerdification Media Network. You can find us at nerdification.media. Our sister podcast is a sci-fi tabletop podcast. It's also run off of a modified version of Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition called Dwarf Stars and Dreadnoughts, and that is also available wherever you get your podcasts. Last but not least are the music credits. Our intro music is Threads of Fate by Thomas Hart and Diana Pepperosi. The mid-roll and previously on is Kevin McLeod's Dreamlike, and our ending theme is Mary Meet Meg by Hopper and the books on tape. Alright, with that I will return you to the Octopus War. Uh, stay strong out there, brave soldiers, and thanks for stopping by. I'm assuming the rest of us can see that as well? Um, let's see. Brika can because she's currently on the uh on the dock. Oh, that's right. I'm up on I'm up on the escarpment. Never mind. Yeah. Sorry. Um, Kahlo points to the house on the on the spire and he says, "I live there." Yeah, it's nice. Does it usually, you know, have a bunch of tentacle monsters coming out of it? That is new. Mm. <laughs> I have not seen that before. There are many things in this city, in this land, which are different from where I am from. I hear that. Are Tell odd me about here. it. None of you know how to play music, for example. Mm-hmm. I hear that. I never asked. <laughs> so, uh, boss, boss June, what's our move? We're going down there. Cool. Right now. Oh, right now. Reagan, for a short rest. Reagan jumps down the escarpment. We don't know uh... if it'll still be there in an hour. Okay, fine. I would I, I would probably take around ten minutes for y'all to sort of like get over there without too much hassle. Hey, Monty, um, that's enough time for you to cast the tech magic. <laughs> so y'all, y'all arrive uh, at sort of the mouth of this uh, of this entrance. Um, Kahlo is is with you. He seems a little uh, a little perplexed by the whole situation. There is a voice that comes from over uh, over the top uh, after sort of some clanging of, uh, of what sounds like chainmail, and uh, you hear a voice say, "Excuse me, uh, do you 
Are you, are you all right down there? Do you need any help? Um, and uh, I think most of you recognize this as the uh, as the voice of Malice Marcus, the uh, rather ineffective head guard. And he's up on where Callus lives. Callus lives. No, no, he's sort of like poking his head down, like 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 trying to like see into this um into this like into this entrance that y'all are sort of standing in. Oh, okay. Oh, hey. Hey, Mark. Everything's fine. You may return to your post. I mean, I think probably having more people would be better. I mean, Callow doesn't look so good. I mean, uh, he looks good, but you know what I mean, dude. You got hit by the tentacle things a bunch. Uh, Callow sort of pauses, and he says, and he says, while there is a strength in numbers, there is also a strength in not having malice. Oh, <laughs> Hey, Malice, um, Marcus, we're, we're good. If you want to... Actually, I have... Do I have an idea for you? Can you go make us some snacks and we'll come uh, get them in a little bit? Hmm. That would do me so yes, I, yes, I, I, I think I could do that. Thanks. All right. Love you. You're the best. Uh, Malice then jogs off. <laughs> and, and, and just so we're clear, the only reason that I made that... Call, that I that call, can make that joke is because the same player... Made both of these characters, <laughs> so it's okay. Excellent. <laughs> he can make one of his own characters. Now I'm rationalizing it in my head. Beautiful. Uh, but yeah, uh, so just gonna paint the scene. Um, ahead of you is uh, there are stairs which sort of uh, arc down into darkness. Um, you, those of you with dark vision, are able to see maybe maybe 15 feet ahead of you before. Uh, the stairs, sort of this this winding, meandering staircase begins to sort of uh, seemingly cut to the left a bit. Not like a sharp left, just sort of uh, an arc. Does just something Brika to have keep dark the vision? Because it's not on her sheet. Brika does, yes. Okay, the only person who's not a dark vision is Reagan. Because I, June everybody... doesn't either. No, it's June and Reagan are both human. Oh, right, June's human. Yep, June's human. For some reason, it's okay. If natural. June puts on an elf disguise, does she gain <laughs> dark vision? I'm gonna cast light on, um, I don't know. Does it have to be on something, or can I just have a floating ball of light? Um, I think light has to be on something, but honestly, I'm, I'm not gonna... can cast it on my book, because my book is just kind of floating all the time while I'm in battle mode. Yeah, I could do that, or I could cast it on, like, I don't know, if I have a necklace or something. Are you wearing a wig? <laughs> not at the moment. As long as, as long as you're keeping it, like, like, within... But, like within like five feet of yourself, I think that's fine. Um, okay. As long as it doesn't have like the utility of floating lights of, or dancing lights of like of like reaching out further, then right, yeah. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna fret like oh what's that? You didn't put it on a coin and put the coin into an acorn. Use the acorn to like <laughs> like flash bomb. Yeah, the Sierra. Solution. I won't move it around or anything. I just kind of want it floating like by my yeah. Mind. Does she yeah, blindfold um, Reagan first so she can't benefit from it? Tempting. No handouts. <laughs> You gotta earn this. Yeah. You gotta earn Jesus. this. Jesus. Anyway. Man, that, that really reminds me of the last scene of Private Ryan for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Just, just, versus, like, just Mysterio grabbing Reagan. Earn this. <laughs> earn this. And that's when we realize Mysterio's real backstory is that she's Tom Hanks. Whoa. Oh, damn. <laughs> It's Thank just, God. Fuck. Tom Hanks as directed by Steven Spielberg. Beautiful. <laughs> Alright, anyway. Yeah, so, um, so we see some stuff. What's interesting about the the architecture here, specifically in the in the cave, is that all of the stairs 
are worn smooth. So it is pretty slow going to not slip um, since there is still water on there. And as y'all are walking down them, since I assume you're walking down them, uh, you, there's sort of still that like water trickling and dribbling down, uh, sort of just down in these tiny little waterfalls uh, as you go. Um, and inside, the further in you get, the more it becomes apparent that there's that, you know, that there's that kind of, uh, that sort of echoing sound of the sea that you've been hearing, uh, June. Mm. And it's subtle at first, it's not overwhelming, but deeper in you go, the more present it is. And it just becomes this sort of background noise to everything. Um, what's your marching order? Um, well, Reagan um, can't see very well, so I think she's probably behind June. Um, I will say light light gives a pretty decent amount of. If distance, it's a decent right? amount, if it's enough light, Reagan's instinct is to walk in front because she's big, but she's in the front. You said. Let me check. Let me check light radius. I think it's pretty decent. Yeah, I think it's decent. I thought it was like twenty feet. Okay, yeah, if she oh. can see well enough, then she can. She's happy to lead up the marching order, also because she likes. Yeah, to so front. so light casts. Bright light in 20th radius and dim light in additional 20th okay. radius. So she's, okay. yeah, Reagan can be in front if anybody else doesn't want to. I'm good with that. I'd like to be in the middle because I'm squishy. Brico, would you like to be our rear guard? Sure. Sorry, Brico. We trust you, Brico. No, no. Brico trusts herself. <laughs> I think the order will be Reagan, June, Monty, Brico. And is Callow like a real bird and he can't see? Oh, in right, the I dark forgot about Callow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, can he see in the dark? Yeah, yeah, I can see in the dark because they are forgers and you have to be an expert forgerist. Um, yeah, Callow can slot in really wherever y'all want him. Uh, maybe put him after Monty before Brika. Sure. So Callow is walking right up behind Monty. And June's behind Reagan? Yep. I got Monty's in the middle. Monty in the middle, the hot news it come. Brick is going to be just looking around Kello's wings like, he's still there? He's still there? <laughs> he's still there? He's still there? He's still there? Montague's still there? Yes? Still up? <laughs> Breathing? <laughs> Acceptable? <laughs> um, yeah, uh, so y'all uh, begin your descent. Hey. And uh, sort of in-game time, uh, I just... Like, I, I'm going to let y'all know there's, like, in-game maybe 10 minutes of sort of this sort of, this sort of like, methodical, slow pace of descent. Uh, which, if anybody wants to chat, this is a good time. This is sort of the, the built-in uh, Bioware uh, party <laughs> Banter. members bantering. This is, the, this is the elevator. So, June, yeah. where, where, where you been? Also, fuck the police, because we're in the middle of a descent. <laughs> and I heard the wrong descent. A cab, am I right? Yeah. Anyway, June, what, are you, what have you been up to? We haven't seen you in, like, months. Yep. Cool, that's... So just, yep? Yep. Oh, hey, uh, Sarah, I have a question. Hmm. Do you remember the masked mayhem? Hmm. Where... Wisteria absolutely fucking slaughtered Monty with one word or oh, one yeah. phrase. Yeah, yeah. Do you think that Monty would be able to recognize her voice from that? I this is my instinct. I'll I'll leave it up to Andrew, but my instinct would be to say no because she did that with dissonant whispers. 
Yeah, which is a spell, and I would imagine it would just sound like weird and not really like a regular voice. Well, and 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 also just because the 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 thing is like, like like because Wisteria is specifically like an infiltration specialist who is who like builds identities and alter egos to like slip between there there's not like there's there's a lot of daylight between each of them right and so yeah. like and so like uh, uh my rule of thumb is unless someone a uh like unless a mystery wants me to know or unless somebody has been like trailing her uh yeah uh, like her different alter egos trying to like put the pieces together for a while now um that's kind of like Wisteria's, like, class ability, essentially, is just, like, is how I'm ruling it's that. the only thing she can do. It's just be, it's just, like, trick people and yeah, be secret be different and stealthy. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But, but, but Monty is aware that June is concerned about Lynn as well, right? Right. Yeah, because yes, June, cause June, June came to, to Lynn's rescue. Yeah. That's what I thought. So, um, June, I'm guessing you haven't heard anything from Lynn either while I'm, I mean, I'm thinking about it. Sidebar. Andrew, I imagine if it were possible June would have been trying to, like, keep tabs on Lynn. Mm-hmm. Has that something, is that something she's been able to do? Like, just kind of, up. Oh, yep, she's still at the estate, she's still, yeah, you know, alive. Yeah. <laughs> I think, I think you know that. Um, I do okay. think that since the attack, uh, the Von Templer estate is, like, pretty much on permanent like semi lockdown uh, yeah um, and so getting in there is very difficult oh, uh, yeah. i think but but i think i think wisteria because of her knowledge of the estate and also because she's and also and also because like you know she probably has some connections still there i think she's i think she's able to do that okay not that she'd tell monty <laughs> <laughs> Lynn, she just shows Lynn up, lies to his face, like, "Oh, Mon- uh, Lynn, she's <laughs> Lynn, dead. dead." Who, Lynn? I was what? at her funeral last Give week. Give up on Lynn? Oh, Never she didn't knew. invite you. Mean. <laughs> <laughs> so um. Okay, but you said Lynn is Lynn, fine. Lynn as well. Okay, well, that's good okay, news. That's good. But- Has she not been in touch with you? Um, I haven't given getting many letters. Interesting. Uh, is that interesting to you for a reason? Oh, I just, it seems, um, significant. It does, doesn't it? I'm sure it's fine, Monty. She's probably just been busy getting ready for prom or whatever the hell the thing is. Yes, I'm sure she has many suitors that she has been meeting with. I mean, that's not what I said, June, but... I mean, you are paying me on this job, so I'm not gonna, like, <laughs> you know... Argue with you, yeah. Hmm. No, it's, it's Lynn. She's probably got her nose in a book. Or, like, two books. Mm, maybe three. Possibly romances. That seems like her bit, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Monty is just like getting more, more and more down this little tunnel of despair. <laughs> Monty, um, it's fine. You know what they say. Re- Reagan says behind her. You know, normally she would be putting her hand on his shoulder, but you know what they say. Lynn's cool. <laughs> Don't worry about it. I'm not worried about 
I mean, I am worried about Lynn, but I'm, I'm, I'm not worried about what Lynn is doing. I'm, the more I learn about her family, the more that I'm worried about her being there. Yeah, no, you should be, because her parents are the worst. Yeah. And, I mean, I, I know Lord Goring said that they would be hyper-protective of their own, of their, of their daughter, but I, I don't know if, if it's, what if it becomes politically convenient that she's not there anymore and um i mean you know what it would be for other people but i can't imagine for her parents they seem to like like her outside of politics Mm -hmm. that's the impression i got i wouldn't worry for lynn's safety uh kalo uh claps his feathery hands onto my shoulder and he says (laughs) yes do not worry if a vampire tries to enslave her again we will kill him again it's fine it will be great. Okay, hang on, hang on, hang on. What? <laughs> oh, yeah, that was, that's the you whole Rufus the Just Pack story. You weren't here. Uh, uh, <laughs> was that the last arc? Did I miss that old thing? No. So this is something which is uh, interesting, actually. Uh, would, would Wisteria which, know? So, Wisteria was busy that night <laughs> doing the so so you remember when you met uh rufus and Kahlo and uh delia in sort of I, like the oh the yeah backstory. yeah no i definitely do so um there was a lot going on that night oh uh and <laughs> sometimes and wisteria was handling her business and you know um you know murdering someone as you do. As we all do and, from time to time. And, Except Monty. And uh, one of For the now. things that happened, though, which is not super common knowledge, because it was pretty heavily suppressed by the Von Teplers, and considering the chaotic aftermath, a lot of folks didn't know. Um, but I imagine that you would have either found out from somebody, or uh, you would have found out from somebody, um, uh, while you were handling other business, uh, Lynn was attending the masquerade, or was attending the masquerade, and uh, there was a gentleman there named Count Criamor. Excellent. Who uh, it was, was in fact a, a mustache twirling vampire who thought like this, and uh, he used uh, using the vampire's charm ability, uh, charmed Lynn. The this uh, this initial uh, band of fuckwits, aka Kahlo, Rufus, and Delia, um, managed to uh, uh, sort of sniffed out something was up with that. Uh, Delia challenged him to a duel, and then he revealed himself to be a vampire because he has all the subtlety of a fat hen. Excellent. And, uh, he uh, called a bunch of wolves and started like flashing his teeth and shit. Um. And I think somehow a party of level five, level five, and level seven killed a vampire. I don't nice. really know how that happened. Looking back, I think it's because Michael, in the first turn, on a hasted level seven rogue, crit the vampire. Nice. <laughs> and he dealt like seventy nine damage. <laughs> oh my god! And I was just like, well, um, okay. I think I think Wisteria would. Have at the very least sniffed out that something had gone wrong. I feel like at, at, at the masquerade. 
Lynn, Lynn actually hadn't told anybody about it. Lynn hadn't told Monty about it. Yeah, Monty had no idea. The only reason y'all learned about it is because Rufus specifically, like, brought up, yeah, we killed it, we killed that vampire. I mean, we, we fucking, he was, <laughs> man, fucking handle that guy, I guess. So yeah, uh, Wisteria, this actually may be news to you. Um, I think you may have known that like something had gone down. Um, yeah. But I'll, I'll sort of leave that to you uh, of what of what you know. About, of, like, <laughs> yeah, how she much probably, you know about that. probably didn't have all the details because I don't think she... Uh, my timeline might be confused, but I don't think she really got involved at the Tep- Von Templer estate until after that night. Yeah, yeah, so, that was that was kind of the you yeah. you had your first assignment that night, and yeah. after that it was get in and infiltrate. So yeah, uh, and 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 again, Lynn has not spoken about this, right? And um, Wisteria didn't really care about Lynn at all. Wouldn't have been interested in her until she started until, working there for a while. Well, so even now, it's not like she likes her or anything. Yeah, whatever. Um, okay, yeah. So she probably knows like something went down, but I don't think she has the details. So yeah, yeah. Hmm. So 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 literally, it's just it's just Kala being like, "Do not worry. If a vampire tries, if a vampire tries to ensorcel her again, we will handle it. And by that, I mean we will kill him, like we did last time." Can I help? I don't see why not. Hell yeah! I mean, I'll, I'll, I will obviously help as well. But I and here I thought the masquerade was going to be boring. <laughs> uh, oh my god! Carlos says to you, Monty, that is good. Helping is good. I think here, at least, it sometimes feels like it is not, which is odd. But there is much that is odd about this place. Did you know you have coins? They call them coins. They are very shiny, though. I think I love them. <laughs> do you do you, do you do you want a coin? Yes, very much so. <laughs> okay, Monty's gonna give him two silver pieces. <gasps> Kahlo takes the two of them like very quickly, just snatching them between each other. He is uh, uh, Kahlo just is is just sort of walking there in the order, just rubbing them together and just like occasionally like looking at them and. Uh, and they're very shiny. They're very clean. Well, Kahlo's a bird, <laughs> and also <laughs> they don't have. They don't have coinage in the monastery where he's from. Well, because nobody would ever spend it. <laughs> but my point is, my point is, is they're not like tarnished silver pieces. They're like very shiny new from oh, the bank. Monty fucking hands rubs all of his money. That's right, I do. I pressed digitation that shit. I can't spend dirty money. <laughs> money laundering uh, on a whole new level. Uh, Kalo and he says, you can spend money? <laughs> Yeah, money can be exchanged for goods and services. But with such trinkets as these, what more was what what more does one need? Uh, I mean, um, hey, that's fair, man. Spells, things, ways to protect yourself, ways to not die, Kelly's ways to bribe people to help you not die. Um, that was good. I'm gonna cast light on one of those coins. Oh God! <laughs> Kahlo, just his eyes are just like wider than you've ever seen the, a bird's eyes. And he just goes, oh, this is the coin, I think. Don't lose it. Uh, he immediately uh, hides it into uh, some of his sort of, uh, sort of, some sort of like, like, which, you know, it's like he's wearing this sort of like, like, essentially like beggar's clothing. <laughs> and he slides it in. Does this now um, mean that Reagan and Wisteria can no longer see? No, no, I I checked. It's not concentration. Okay, so you can cast it twice. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm I'm pretty lenient <laughs> on light spells. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be like, oh, so you cast another light? Well, now you fall down the stairs and take thirty falling damage. The spell ends if you cast it again. Oh, so uh, you're all blind well, now. Well, 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 no, no. To be fair, he tucks it away. So then, Kyle doesn't but, yeah. See so it as soon anymore. as he tucks it away, I just kind of like turn that off. Okay. Bring my light back. <laughs> Flick the switch. Later, he's gonna think he lost it. He's like, where did this one come from? June's just here to troll. <laughs> I think She's I think so we picked mean. up on that. We're walking. Uh, Monty's ten minutes of despair um, are up. <laughs> I have despaired properly now. My quota is filled for the day. Monty has uh, <laughs> recovered from his minus one to happy points. And, uh, yes, exactly. My minus one to joy. <laughs> <laughs> you you all have continued down a bit further. It's been ten minutes when uh, you see that the, these stairs seem to open up. Um, into a larger room. Uh, you haven't reached it yet, but you sort of see that they are, they kind of come to a stop. Um, how do y'all want to proceed? Reagan's not planning to stop, but y'all are welcome to be like, hey, hold up. No, I'm, I'm good to keep going, but I am going to be keeping an eye out. That's yeah, fair. I mean, I, we're, we're here to fight something, so it's like not gonna too much of a surprise. Okay, um, so y'all go down. Reagan, you're you're the first one through, and uh, you see what appears to be a a large cavern, um, and it's strange because there is definition here. There are angles which are not commonly occurring in nature. It does seem to have been constructed, however. There's no, like, edges of tool work here. Everything is smooth at the edges, uh, as if living water is what shaped this place into what it is. Uh, so it takes on this kind of odd, a uh, little bit disconcerting, I think, because there is clearly uh, some kind of architectural intent here, but just the tools themselves kind of muddy it a bit. It's like looking, it's like looking uh, at a picture through a glass of water. Um, ahead of you, uh, you see that there is a uh, sort of a brackish pool of water, roughly 20 feet uh, in diameter. Sort of drifting up from it are these sort of fumes, these vapors, uh, and every now and then there's just a little bubble, a little pops up, just little... Every now and then, just a couple bubbles. Uh, but nothing, nothing like... It's not like you know. It's not like a like a jacuzzi or something. Um, mm, damn. Uh, further back on the on the far side of that brackish pool, you see that there appear to be uh, these sort of uh, seating, almost stadium style, like a coliseum. And as you as your eyes begin to adjust to this sort of strange sight, you see that more and more all around are just these circular seating. Uh, as if this was some kind of place of gathering, of meeting. Does this look like the, the place I saw in my vision? Yes, it does, but something's uh -huh. different. Something is different, though, and you're not sure what exactly, but then you begin to sort of notice that there's not that kind of uh, central... Uh, there's not that kind of central raised uh, altar. But as you're looking, you do begin to notice 
uh, Wisteria at this point, you're down there now as well, you begin to see that there are uh, sort of coral growths all throughout the room. Um, and you've never seen new coral growths before. But Wisteria, as you look at it, you know that these were not here even but a few months ago. And as you enter Wisteria, and as the rest of you all enter, uh, you hear uh, a voice. And it says, Come in. Enter. Can, can I roll to see if I recognize that as Ricky's voice? <laughs> Uh, you can certainly try. It's not. I got a natural 20. Is it Ricky? It's not. Okay. It's not Ricky. You, you wasted that 20. Um, it, can we, we could all hear that or only Jin? All of you could hear that. Oh, I don't, don't like, like that. that. That's worse. So, June, you, uh, you getting anything? You said you are having weird premonition dream thingies. Uh, this seem along those lines? Yes, it does. Should we go in? Nothing ventured, nothing gained. Hi. And Reagan goes. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Uh, Reagan, you enter in first, and that same voice echoes throughout, and it says... The broken shield turned to blade could not save. Now it slays. Yeah, I like your rhyme, dude, but I got no idea what you're talking about. My shield's fine. Is there any, like, anything that I might have read about this? Can I roll an intelligence check or a history check to see if any... Arcana check? Any of this seems familiar? Uh, choose either a history or arcana check. Doesn't really matter because I have plus eight to both of them. Each one oh. each one would give you different information. Can I roll um, an insight check to see if he was talking about me? <laughs> yes. May I roll a history check? I'm yes, gonna do arcana then. Oh! Oh my. I got a 19. He was talking about you. He was talking shit, Reagan. What's a 17 plus 8? That. Okay. Uh, so, Monty... Uh, that was with an arcana check, by the way. Yeah. Um, you know that... I think with a 25, what you would sort of suss out about, about the situation is that you know that there are... Uh, there are powerful creatures throughout this world. This is an old world. Um, recorded real, like, concrete records really only go back around 4,000 years to around the Jesus. First Empire, uh, where after sort of the, the... Where in the aftermath of that, most records were destroyed by... Uh, uh, with uh, 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 As folks were looking to kill every elf they could find. Um, no. <laughs> but That's the world history. is much older than that it is deep and in these deep places of history sometimes things crawl up in arcane studies they have different names some are called aberrants uh, some are called demons some uh, devils 
there are words for all of these things, but even them, even then, sometimes there are things which uh, defy the current classification of such creatures. We're talking about an old god, aren't we? Like, like an unknowable Cthulhu beast. Incomprehensible. It sure is eldritch. I think. I, mean, I think yeah. the best way to describe, like, like, sort of what you know about this sort of thing is what sort of setting Monty's hackles on on it, like setting Monty, like you know, raising Monty's hackles in this moment, is that there are those who choose is that seekers of of the noble truth, the arcane path, wizards. You are those who define and regulate the world according to a series of instructions, a series of uh, architecture, which you can overlay on top of the world. That is what magic is. That is what hard magic is in this world. There are those, however, who seek to, who would seek other means of power, other means of influence, other means of understanding. Got it. And sometimes those people will go to or more dubious sources creatures which can lend them power for service. Those are referred to by a number of names. Uh, Pact Maker, Warlock, Bloodletter. Uh, I don't like this, I don't like this, I don't like this, I don't like this. Okay. Uh, what was your role, uh, June? Uh, 20. Okay. Um, you know the, the history of Hintilla well enough to know that... Uh, this city has not always been as large as it is. Uh, it had some. It always had its problems. This sort of this coastal, uh, this coastal fishing town, essentially, for many centuries before it became a port of trade and culture and industry. And there have always been whispers about things lurking below the surface, which. Enterprising individuals would uh, would strike bargains with to perhaps undercut the competition. Uh, after all, if your chief competitor's uh, trading fleet were to be lost in a freak storm that were to happen, that wouldn't be a terrible thing. And in Hantilla, there was a time in history where uh, said arms races, before sort of the current uh, ducal election system, when these arms races became, uh, they got much, they were much worse. Those were sort of the Wild West times when uh, people would do anything they could, could to get any scrap of power to hold over their competitors, sometimes with disastrous effects. The best you can guess is this may be one of those one of those entities, or at least has some connection to one of them. Well, we so currently, to... so currently, Reagan has entered the chamber, right? That's, that's, okay. that's where we're at right now. Yep, and she's trying to come up with a comeback for the rap battle that she thinks she's engaged in. All right, I'll go. I will walk in. Okay. Uh. As you walk in, uh, you that voice once once more speaks, and it says, "Shadow thief takes and takes, never gives. Uses 
Reagan hear that too, by the way? Yeah, yeah, everybody's hearing all this whispering. I'll let y'all know if there's like some secret whispering. Okay. Um, Monty's kind of in the doorway, by the way. He's not going just, like all the way into the room yet. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, Shadow Thief. Um, did, is it talking about what you just took from that pillar, June? Do you it's think? It's talking, it's, I believe it is attempting to unsettle us with insights into our own personal behaviors and histories. Ooh, I want to hear mine. <laughs> the water's bubbly. <laughs> the water's disconcerting. Uh, sorry, Supreka, are you walking in? Sure. <laughs> okay. Uh, Brika, um, uh, you walk in, uh, and, uh, there is, there is a pause to the voice for a moment. <laughs> the, uh, they never know what to do with Brika. Uh, uh, and then it says, Another that runs, flees, abandons others. Brika, mm. yours didn't rhyme. <laughs> I didn't either. Oh. So I get the um, I'm the coolest one. You know what? Fuck it. Andrew's five minutes. Monty ducks his head into the room, too. <laughs> yeah. Nobody seems to have set Brika, off any traps. You have to pull him. <laughs> okay. Uh, Monty, uh, Upon you walking in, uh, the voice, uh, there's again sort of a slight pause. Hmm. And then it says, The coward prince, hiding from silver eyes. Afraid, yes. (laughs) Monty's kind of like, that's all you've got on me? Was there more? Man, y'all are boring. Uh, there, 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 there is actually. Oh, there is more. Oh, never yeah. mind. <laughs> the there this time there's a there's sort of a slight. It's this sort of wheezing rasp, and you realize after a moment that it is a chuckle, uh, and the voice yeah. says, "She." And then Kahlo says, well, this is all well and good. And he walks in. And uh, he's just sort of walking forward. And uh, you hear the voice uh, begin to say something. And Kahlo says, yes, yes, I understand what has happened to me in the past. Yes, yes, I know. I be- Yes, yes, it was very terrible. And it was very tragic. And then I ran away. And that is fine. Because sometimes running away is the best course of action. Hey, I hear that. <laughs> I mean, Monty's like right about there with you today. Yeah, no, I agree. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> okay, we're all traumatized. Oh, well, let's move Reagan on. Reagan can't relate. <laughs> I like, you know, everyone, everyone here is like, yep, runaway is good. And Reagan's like, what? Can't relate. Um, uh, at this point, now that all five of you are in there, um, uh, you see that uh, there is suddenly bubbling. The bubbling from the brackish pool begins to uh, intensify. Oh, good. Uh, at first, it is not too noticeable. Uh, just a couple extra bubbles. But then it, the frequency, the intensity increases. The frequency just grows, grows, grows until the entire pool is just. Uh, it, it's it it, it, it almost uh, looks like a submarine rising, like from a movie. There's just so much, so much is being displaced in that moment. Uh, and then. As it sort of rises up, you realize that uh, it is currently 
floating up in the air, a massive ball of water. And then you look down and you see that risen up in this pool of, well, this now most empty pool of water is a single uh, point, a single like pillar, roughly five feet in diameter. Standing on there is a figure. It is, it seems to have some fish-like characteristics, but there is an elegance to it. Its skin is pink and mottled with blue around the eyes and the mouth. Uh, the lips are, uh, they do not, they sort of are a little wider than normal, but also, they also split vertically as well, creating four yeah. distinct patches. There is no nose that you can see. It is that smooth and flat uh, where they have two eyes, one on each side, and then a single third eye uh, on their forehead, which seemingly does not move with the two on the bottom. It simply stares forward, a single black pool of seeing. Other than that, the face is smooth. The head is crested back, elongated almost. And it stands there with four arms, two coming out of its chest, so it's sort of just the fingers steepled, the other two longer with an extra elbow uh, that sort of just uh, are spread out wide. And you can see the fingers of two additional joints on them, these long wrapping things. And it says, Hello. I am the second of its coming. I believe we will need to be having a conversation now.